0: your tips, Daggy Flying Solo, this afternoon to get stuck into the first Group 1 meeting of the 2024 year as Caulfield hosts the CFO Stakes. Uh, we've also got a great card from Warramick to look at. Unfortunately, we've lost Beaver, who is in business land today. Uh, but nonetheless, we will get stuck into this. Let's kick off at Caulfield with um, the track... Being good, the rail in the true position. All systems go. Best track in Australia to bet on when uh, it's playing fair and tends to do so in this setup. So, looking forward to getting stuck in. We kick off with a 2,000 meter benchmark 100. And I'm going to kick off with the leader in the first, which is generally a nice way to start the day at Caulfield. And that's Independent Road. Keeps getting gifted these soft leads. This prep keeps winning. Uh, I like the fight it showed last time out. Ahead of the favourite, when it got confronted, it fought on well. drive McNeil stuck, it's five bucks, and at that price, I can't see it missing a place. You would get an each-way value around it. It is clearly on top. Flash feeling obvious was the uh, flashing light, so to speak, in that lead-up from the valley. Uh, res- wouldn't talk you out of backing it if that's the way you wanted to play. And I think that's a race. I know Bermudez won a right last time out, but uh, it had to had to win that race. Can it springboard off it? Perhaps, but without me. The second is a 2,400 metre benchmark, 78. And I'm going to stick with the flashing light here in the lead-up, which is Oceanic Flash. Mickey D takes over. was a good run there, straight up to the 2,500 last time out. Comes here, gets a decent run from gate three, uh, around the $4.65 so mark. Looks pretty good to me. I'm going to put it on top. From Chevalier Defoe, right stable, lightly raced, and uh, will run well again, being up on pace there. Uh, the scratching in this race interests me, actually. Piercing Sky, it's gone to Adelaide in one of the earlier races. I think it'll win, so follow that over at Phil The third is uh, Benchmark 70, 1,600 metres. I assume another will staying here from Sydney, and... It, uh, it'll win this. It's a nice horse. backed as if unbeatable. First up, it uh, it was unbeatable. Trotted in there, comes here, gets a similar run. Gate 12, I hope, can find a running line. Car might even push forward and be outside lead. Uh, I think it's better than knees and has plenty of upside. And to make the danger of any spirit, who finally broke through getting everything its way at Lakeside. Uh, but what you see is what you get at Caulfield. It'll be no disadvantage being on pace there. Next best for the early quaddy will be Zambagini. Freshened up, a nice jump out since. The fourth is a 1,400 metre Group 2, the Autumn Stakes. And I'm going to give Carbonados one more chance here. Forgiving last time out, put up lame, got the tongue over the bit, had excuses. Now, Gate 1 uh, should push forward here, may well even lead this race. Uh, it's a little bit of pace here, but not a heap. And around a $6.50 mark, I'm going to suggest it's a nice horse. Uh, it goes on top. And I think we're only getting a price because of what happened last time out. Uh, Could be wrong, but let's see how this plays out. Uh, Respect anyone who wants to back Southport Tycoon. That line through V8 looks fair enough to me. And Zipaway is a handy horse. Interesting runner here. Comes through all the Group 1 stuff from Ascot. uh, Chasing the likes of Dom Deschutes and Co. I think that form will stack up here. Interested to see where it's headed. Uh, I assume the guineas. So uh, he's here to run well. The 5th is the Group 3 Carleon Cup, Uh traditional crappy little field they've put together for this of Mila's, but uh, best horse in this race is Foxy Cleopatra. It's going to be very hard to beat here. Just forget about that bog run last time out at Ballarat. Freshened up, fantastic jump out since. I think it just tags Paperboy. And all things being equal, Blake Shins found gate one a few times on this card. All things being equal, I think it'll win. Uh, from Young Werther, you know, best horse. Jump out was good enough. We'll run well, perhaps needing the tick over just to get going again. Uh, and I'd want to see something from Janssen. I know the money's come for it, but uh, just been okay. Two runs to date. I assume this is probably the goal, but uh, we'll go with the bus and Younger on top in the, the fifth. Race six is the uh, Blue Diamond Prelude for the Colts and Geldings. 1,100 metres, group three. I'm going to go to this the last start track winner here. Blake Shin, gate one again in high octane. Very impressive last time out. A bit green, raced about in the straight, but put that field away quite comfortably. I think There's upside and it is on top. Uh, interesting Zara's chosen the stable, mate. Maybe whether that's a lead or not, we'll see. Uh, I thought it was ridden out in the trials and, and they'll fine. Uh, just think there's a bit more upside here with high octane. One uh, at a price down a bottom, cardiologist I'll keep an eye on and may even well, throw into the exotics at least and the early Quaddy and could be the top pick for the Price Kent team as we head towards Blue Diamond. Jump out was under double wraps and, and pretty good. Quaddy itself kicks off in race seven, the Phillies version of the Blue Diamond Prelude. Group two, the girls get. Uh, and Mark Zara holds a key here with bold Bastille. Fantastic debut. Impressive. Uh, I know it was 1,000 metres of Valley but just ran away as it liked. Beat a few key rivals here. I think, on the back of fantastic trials, it's going to be very, very hard to beat. Nice horse. Uh, Bring on the blue diamond for it. I think it wins here and goes on to be very hard to beat there. I don't really have a lot to add about the rest of that race. The eighth is the Rubiton Stakes for the Sprinters, 1100 metres. Uh, Another group two on this uh, juicy little card. And Asfura is all but a group one mare. Resuming in this, looks perfect. Gate 6, going to get a great run. Can lead, can tag, if anything else wants to take it on. Uh, not a heap of other leaders. Hume hypothetical, Gate 9 pushes forward, but there's not a lot else. Great kickoff point. It's going to be hard to beat in all the sprints going forward. And I think it'll win this. Uh, dangers, blue colours, both trialled really well. Zapateo, uh, we know well enough, but the trial was good. And Kalos, uh, another nice trial. Blake Chinesse, if Swooper's is in play, I'll make it another chance in this one. Just taking on all that, you know, summer form. Mornings and Glory and Co. Had enough of them. Real horses are back now. Speaking of real horses, the first group one of the year is the 1,400 metre CFO Stakes. 1,400 metres at weight for age. And even money, Mr. Brightside. Don't know. Don't know. I really wanted to find pride of Jenny here. I've sort of decided that he probably wants to run and... Second up miles at time to strike, but did have a lovely 1,400 metre run last t- prep um, where it was wide first up last time out, went to the mile and then helped immediately break the track record. So thinking second up's a place to be with it, but looking forward to seeing it come back. Um, I'm going to actually put Pericles on top here. I think that stuff through the rich four-year-old race is good. Uh, the Japanese horse, there, the Golden Eagle sort of race I'm thinking of. Trials have been really good. Zara on stalks Storks right in the back of Buffalo River and I assume Pride to Jenny. And at eight bucks at the each way, again, is another one that you're going to be right up to your eyeballs in in the finish here. Uh, Mr. Brightside, you know, what you see is what you get. One of the most honest horses in Oz. Uh, get stuck in if you want to take even money. Uh, I would not talk out of it again. The last is 1100 meter group three for the three-year-old fillies and a very interesting little race to finish the day, and blank-to-blank looks a bit obvious here. Uh, Trials were good. Great run from gate two. The run in a slipper was good, and the form around fly Steel City and co. is fine. (laughs) Question on that really early two-year-old form would be the only knock. As a result, I'm just going to have a little spec on a couple others uh, away from that, Amasira, three-wide the whole way and was absolutely arrogant, debuting at Packenham last time out. I know it was just Packenham maiden, but geez, it was very, very classy to watch. D-Lane at around the 7 dollars fifty dollars mark will be my best result in this race. And uh, for my own sanity, I'll have something on all over who keeps trialling like a superstar, hasn't bought it to the races in Australia just yet, but had genuine excuses both times. Out, soft gate, suck run, 23 bucks. Worth something in my opinion Excuse me uh, I'm stuck with a quadi now Without Beaver here So let's see if we can produce a quadi double On CFO Stakes Day First leg One Bold Bastille and Anything else? Let's go seven in her eyes Second leg Two Kalos Four fura. Five Zapoteo. Fourteen hypothetical fresh Mickey D. Third leg, one Mr. Brightside, two Pericles, eight, Pride of Jenny. And we'll come home with one all and over. Three Lazargo. Seven blank de flank a blank de blanc. Eight Australia. And twelve Amasierra. Fourteen Vivanti. We'll go a bit wide because we've got a couple of skinny legs there. And I think that's the best chance of getting a result in that last. My best on the card is going to be race seven, number one, Bold Bastille. But really, think we can pile into a few of these Another wheel is going to be hard to beat. Asphura hard to beat. Foxy Cleopatra hard to beat. And my value, uh, apart from the couple in the last I mentioned, will go race one, number two, Independent Road. As I said, I don't think it can miss a place here at five bucks. That looks value to me. A uh, quick plug for Footy and Frothies. We've got our full season at rugby league preview coming out this Sunday afternoon. Barney, myself, the Gump and GT will get stuck into each and every team, spend a bit of time on all of them, look at who the ins and outs and who's going to play well this rugby league season as we head towards trials next weekend, which is exciting. You'll find out on the Foot in Frothy's YouTube channel as well as on Spotify. Uh, five years into that show, uh, check it out. Plenty of good insights and a beer or two along the way. Roundwick is apparently a soft track with some bit of rain around in the morning but I would have thought I had to play Play good with the rail true. Again, all systems go for a good day's racing. Going to kick off with a the midway handicap, uh, as we tend to do. And if we're making ground, I'm going to back both these David Payne runners at the top here in uh, Mahagoni and Monte Felicity, both dropping back to midway grade from OK runs last time out. And I think they're going to be very hard to beat. Uh, there could be a lack of pace, which is the only concern, given they'll both be back and uh, close to last. Uh, but Kidderborn getting the lead with Saturnus. Hopefully, along on quick enough to bring these two in. At, at Both at double figures, I think, is a worthy play. Second is the Lonro plate two-year-olds over the thousand metres, and I love the trials of Embassy here. Uh, money's come for it today. It was eight bucks on the forms now, six fifty, just where I'm looking now. Both trials are absolutely fantastic. Maps well here to get a decent run. Maps, uh, well, Racing New South Wales are mapped to lead actually, not quite sure about that. Probably does keep a node out wide. And I just thought favourite was very short. Perhaps pushes on and leads, but Embassy again at the each way going to be very, very hard to beat. Uh, Castanea at double figure odds was not a bad debut, uh, worth thinking about for exotics. And at 100 to 1, I think uh, down the bottom, right down the bottom of Turbinado. Uh, seems completely ignored by the market. Odd to me, but the stablemate uh, does have ability. The third is the mile, benchmark 78. Uh, we've got a midweek race here, and I'm going to stick with the midweek winner in Hell Hath No Fury. Uh, it just keeps finding the right spot last few runs. It's just lobbed exactly where it needed to, ran well, and got the job done. I think it does it again. Collett knows a horse well, and just looking at this, either outside lead or one-one looks perfect. Not a great deal of pace, and hardest to beat. Uh, yeah, yeah. The rest of these don't particularly excite me. Look, to Wish we did win last time out, but took everything it had, everything uh, that Jay Collett had to get the job done, and it's gone with the other one. So let's stick with Hell Hath No Fury in the third. Fourth is the highway, 1200 meter, a class three, as they tend to be. And I messaged a mate when Belvedere Boys won at Doomben, pretty arrogantly, and said there's a future highway winner on the way. It's lobbed here the month later, and I think it'll win. Needs a little bit of luck from being back in the field, but Hippo takes over, and it's going to be very hard to beat. Lightly raced, plenty of upside, and an average highway. Uh, look, same, same for Rab- Rapidash. Disappointed when it did come to town, but is better than that. I guess we'll make that the danger. All of this other stuff from right out in the bush doesn't necessarily interest me too much. The fifth is a benchmark, 78, 1300 metres. And I'm going to stick with my boy that's done it a couple of times, and that's Deco- my girl, in fact, Dakota Vroom. Uh Tommy Berry escaped the coffin last time out. Uh, a great call there. And now third up... Flying, good horse, I think, and uh, oh, very well bred, good horse. Uh, dry track is the key, and it's going to be right in this race around a 550. It's on top, gently rolled, has to run well. Uh, look, I'm a little bit back in my I've Zach Lloyd mode, so I've gone around it, but I think this last start's good enough to be right in the finish here. Wish I'd seen more from How Good Are You. In a previous life, I would, de- previous life I would declare it tomorrow, moral, but trials, yeah, we're just there say so looking for the third upper here in Dakota Vroom. The six is the Eskimo Prince. The f- first of the group races, 1200 meters for the three year olds. Great race race. Just about race of the day. Actually, uh, you could make a case for any of these and I'm going to make the case for Griff gate one, Ben Mellon could almost lead this. I suggest uh, put, just put it all together. The back end, the last prep it was really good, including winning the Griff, the uh, guineas trials were good uh chugged along undertone steam and it's gonna be very hard to beat here. mapped to lead us back here. We'll see how that pans out. You can make a case for all these, as I said, so without listing all of them off. Uh Moravia, Tom Kitten, for the sake of me going one, two, three is the way I will look at the race. The Quartie kicks off with the Inglis Millennium, the other two-year-old race, a restricted uh listed race, I assume. Yep, restricted listed race to the Inglis horses. Couple of mil up for grabs. And I like Odinson as a horse here. Big day out for Dylan uh, Brown-McDonagall, who comes back to Australia and, um, yeah, lobs on a good chance in a couple-million-dollar race. It uh, was well, it comes through the nursery, which sort of looks like the obvious lead-up. Trials were good again. Six bucks on top for me. From Beer Baron, who's 20s, fought out the finish with Odinson that race. Uh, market's just forgotten, but is T-Berry in a $2 million race, stalking in gate one, so... With even luck, I think will run better than those odds suggest. Gay okay, would we'll have fully lit ready and round up. It's going to run as you'd expect it to run. And there's some other bits and pieces we'll get to when we get to our quaddy. Race 8 is a benchmark 84,000 meters. Very good little sprint race here. Interesting little sprint because we get to see what Frilled has having to now come to his Saturday Sydney meet, which is not yet done yet. Uh, is undefeated. In trials and races, so it wouldn't knock you sticking sold. It's going to lead here. Does have pressure from Omni-Man. Just going to go with this, the narrative that Renoso gets a great run here. Just straight in behind the pace. Lobs behind those two leaders if they cut at each other. It's going to be right place, right time for Hippo. Around the $11 mark, it's going to go on top for me. From Derry Grove, loses Nash, gets Tommy, who's you know, probably the money man on the card tomorrow, and runs well again. And as I said, those two leaders... Uh, both in the game, Omni-Man and Frilled. Feels short to me. I think you get a better price uh, about Frilled. That said, at the moment, supposedly the money has arrived, as they say. The ninth is a mile handicap. Market's right for this one. I'm just trying to think of the best way to phrase this without being boring, but there isn't one. Uh, Victorious will roll forward and lead off a win. That was pretty good. Uh, Marquess resumes. It's going to be on its back. Is it good enough to get past it? Look, I think it is. I think it's a nice horse, potentially the best horse in this race. Uh, trials are fine I think they're the two um, I'm going to just lean towards the leader With not a lot of confidence I think I have a big bet in this race But um, they'll be the two I'll just single out in the quaddy In this case Let's wrap up with another sprint 1200 metres <coughs> Benchmark 78 And look Tintuki does look very obvious here With our Kobe sun coming out And being so impressive Again last time out Gets a nice run. Uh yeah, finds running line. If that's the place to be, it will be winning. Nice way to finish the day. Uh from uh, she's an A-lister, which looks like something out of Beaver's search history, more you look at that word. And yeah, that's about it. Not a lot else I want to add. I think it looks pretty, pretty obvious. And that's all gonna make race ten. Number three, Tin my best on the card. My value will be race two, number two, Embassy. Uh, price has been sniped a little bit, but still looks juicy enough to me. Sydney Quaddy, first leg. let me just bring this up. We'll go with one, Odin Odinson, two, Rue de Royale, three, Beer Baron, four, Fully Lit, and seven, Trunk. Twelve, Rag Queen will throw in as well. Second leg, two, Omni Man, three, Derry Grove, five, Renoso, eight, Frilled. Third leg, just the seven and eight, Marques N, amor victorious. And we'll come home with three tintuki. Six Saguso at fifties. Uh seven, so good, so cool. And nine, she's an A-lister. Should get you just over fifty percent for a hundred bucks, that one. Well sixty-two, but I've added the extra one in. Look at me, Math on the fly. Uh that's it. We'll look through Sydney and Melbourne. Any other horses I'll point out around Australia don't have anything from Beaver in Queensland. So let's just, as I mentioned, mention more we'll race two, number six, Piercing Sky sent over there. Should roll forward and be very hard to beat Lightly race stayer crossing the border. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for sticking around. Leave some comments below, some feedback. Leave a like and subscribe if you haven't already as we rebuild the Show Us Your Tips channel. And we'll do it all again with our midweek show next week. Take care, guys.